Hello and welcome to the Perspectives of Grief podcast. I am Kenan and I'm delighted that you're here. Come with me as we talk about personal experiences from grief to joy, regardless of where you are on your journey with grief or someone you love, there's something here you can take away that will help ease the pain in your heart. Come with me. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm Kenan. And this is the Perspectives of Grief podcast, Bridging the Gap to Joy. Imagine we're launching today. So excited. So I'm, I'm overjoyed. And in case we have not met before, I wanted to just give a little information of the reason for the date um, that we're launching, December 4th. December 4th, 2023, commemorates 36 years that my dad passed away. He had a malignant brain tumor and passed away at the age of 53. Um, My parents were 10 years apart, so my mom actually was widowed at the age of 43. My intention with this podcast is to really bond with you as a listener. Because what I found with myself I spent many, many years without knowing any differently, without knowing better, as we've, you know, as we see, when we know better, we do better. But I was completely unaware of my own mental health. I was completely out of touch with myself. I went, at the age of 14, I basically went into survival mode. I didn't know that at the time, of course. I Only now, these many years later, over the course of time, over the course of relationships that I've been blessed with throughout the years, um, certainly work that I've done uh, with myself, for myself, and um, including a year and a half with in therapy with a, an amazing psychotherapist who... In the course of time, you will definitely meet, or at least that's the plan. So for today, as we're starting off, I wanted to touch base and just reach out to you where you are. Whether you've experienced grief because of the death of a loved one, and if you have, if that has been if that is a recent occurrence or if it is something that happened years ago and you think, you know what, I'm doing well, I'm good, I've, that's great. If it's something most recent and you think you're doing great and that you think you're in a good place, that's good. And even if, regardless of when you experience that loss, if you feel you're just walking, as, as I felt for many years, that you're just walking on the eggshells of life, so to speak. That, you know, you're constantly just trying to keep things together, trying to hold things together, trying to hold yourself together. And you don't know what, you know, what the next step is or what do I do with this grief or where do I go from here? Something about grief too is it's not always when somebody passes away. A lot of us know that. It can be the end of a relationship. It could be um, 
an identity, a change in identity as in, uh, you know, the loss of a job or the change of a job or moving, you know, moving cities. I know I had, it it certainly was not a grief-stricken event, but I know I had a bit of an identity crisis years ago. It may sound ridiculous, but at the time it was real for me. Um, When we changed vehicles, we went from a white Lumina van, you know, minivan, to a silver Pacifica. And in case you don't know what those vehicles are, it really doesn't matter. The case is, it was a complete change. And, um, and I found myself saying out loud, who am I? You know, when I go into the parking lot, I'm used to looking for this white minivan. And now I have to adjust. My brain has to adjust. Um, so... As I say, that is not a moment of grief compared to losing a loved one by any means. What I am saying is things that happen in our life, very often our brain has to catch up with what has happened, you know, in our lives around us. And when it's a case of a loss, whether, as we mentioned, it's a loss of a loved one, a relationship, or so on, um, it could be even a significant weight loss when, who am I? Who am I now if I'm in this, as much as I'm happy to lose the weight, to get rid of that weight, and I'm healthy and so, but who am I? My brain has to catch up. But what, we, what do we do with that grief? And as we may or may not know, there are healthy ways to grieve and there are unhealthy ways to grieve or the healthy habits developed like anything in any aspect of our lives. And grief is real. I have come to know that grief really never leaves us. The 14-year-old girl in me who lost her daddy will always be just below the surface in my life. And I honor her. Because of her, I am the woman that I am today. I am the citizen that I am today. I am the friend that I am today. I am the wife, the daughter, the sister, the sister-in-law, the niece. You know, I am who I am today because of many um contributions to my life, of course. And in addition to that, because of the 14-year-old girl who lost her dad. And I'd like you, I'd like to be on a journey with you, if you would allow me, to travel together to honor that person in you who lost your loved one, who lost, you know, just that part of your identity and to be a place of refuge, if nothing else, to be a happy place. In our time together, I will be sharing various parts of my life journey, in addition, of course, to chatting with incredibly interesting individuals. Um, but Even before my dad died, he was already ill and I became bulimic. And I will be talking more about that as well um, from the 
well, from the eating disorder point of view, from the mental health point of view, um, and certainly from the point of view of us not feeling in control or feeling in control. In my case, as a 13-year-old before my dad died, 13-year-old with a paralyzed father in a hospital bed at home, terminally ill, who could explain to me what was happening? I don't think back in the 80s, anybody knew much, as, and we certainly did not talk about it. Um, and I don't think we even knew enough to talk about anything. So I put this here. I put this here and I hope that wherever you are at, and if you, you know what, if you are in a place where you do not feel grief for any reason, then welcome as well. Because you know why? This podcast is going to open up a world for all of us to remember that we do not know the sadness that others carry on their hearts. We do not know the heaviness that they carry. And it is such a powerful reminder of why our first option needs to be, not should be, needs to be, to be kind. Our first option in the interactions of our life needs to be that we choose to be kind. And that is what I hope and I aim for to come across in our time together. So thank you so much for being here. Um, I will be posting weekly episodes. Uh, today being the launch, there are a couple of episodes for you to really get into in addition to this one. Um, and I look forward to just sharing my life experiences with you over the course of time and really benefiting you in any way, nourishing you as it were, because um, that is really something that having been bulimic, I really had to learn to nourish myself, to focus on nourishing relationships, nourishing internal language, like self-talk, for these things to be nourishing, for my environment to really focus on um, on being conscious, conscious in my life of who is in my life. And I'm telling you, you don't learn it all in one day. And you certainly don't learn it in one year. It's an ongoing journey. Where I am now is a place in learning, learning to build boundaries. And it's super, 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 super uncomfortable because part of childhood trauma, part of grieving, um, whichever piece of the puzzle it falls into, I was a huge people pleaser, huge. And I really felt that if if I ever said no, saying no is not an option from the point of view of letting the other person down. And I've had a very powerful um, learning lesson or reminder in the recent weeks where I did have to sit with sit with something that has come up in my life 
and the people pleaser, the old me, would have said yes, even though my gut was saying no. And I've sat with it long enough to know that N-O is the correct answer. As much as it's uncomfortable, but discomfort is part of growth as we, as we learn. So even learning to say no, certainly in a kind, loving way, is huge for me because it came, it, in this particular case, it has come from a boundary, from me setting a boundary for myself. And that has been empowering. So I hope this, this is right up your alley. I hope that I've, I'm leaving you better than I found you today. If in no other way for you to know that we're in this together. As I said before, even whether or not we've met before or not, whether we talk every day, whether we talk once a month, whether we've never spoken, if this is the first time you're you know, hearing my name, seeing my face, I am honored to be here with you. And I'm super excited for what's to come. So thanks so much. Um, see you again. I'll be popping in and out of our Facebook community. And if you like the sounds of this, feel free to join. Um, you can search on Facebook, uh, Perspectives of Grief Podcast Community, as well as Instagram, Perspectives of Grief Podcast. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here, sending you love. And just a reminder to be kind to yourself first so you can be kind to each other. Hi, Kenan here. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like this type of support, please join us at the Perspectives of Grief podcast community on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Thanks again.